T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Dry weather today and tonight. Good morning. I'm Margie Schaefer, and here's what's happening. The White House has issued a statement saying that President Biden will be visiting the Central Coast on Thursday to assess the damages from the recent storms. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges has details in this live report. Margie, President Biden will be meeting with state and local officials along with first responders to assess what additional federal support is needed. This after the weekend visit from the head of FEMA. It was a good visit and obviously we got the disaster declaration from President Biden, which is uh, welcome for our community. It will open up some grants for people who have home damage. Jason Hoppin is with Santa Cruz County. They're awaiting word now on the president's visit, unsure of where he'll go, but hopeful even more federal dollars will be heading this way. Our building inspectors in the unincorporated areas of the county have visited more than 500 properties ourselves. Uh, and obviously we estimate there's a lot more uh, damage out there uh, every time a branch falls through your roof. Now the president's approval of a major disaster declaration for the state over the weekend will allow for grants for temporary housing and loans to offset the losses. Damage estimates here already over $30 million. Meanwhile, KCBS's Matt Bigler joins us live now with some of the eye-popping numbers on rain, snowfall, and storm damage. Matt? And Jennifer, the year started with San Francisco getting over five inches of rain in one day. And now, National Weather Service meteorologist Sean Miller says... Just through the month of January, we've already had eight inches of rain for downtown San Francisco. Anywhere from two to three inches of rain in the past four to five days. And the city's received 17 inches if you go back to the week before Christmas. Meanwhile, the Sierra snowpack is at 247% of average as of Monday. Sean de Guzman is with the State Department of Water Resources. Our snowpack is actually off to one of its best start in the past 40 years. And now the bad news. 41 counties are under a federal emergency declaration that's mostly due to flooding and mudslides and 20 people have died due to the storms. Compare that to 12 confirmed fatalities in California wildfires over the past two years. Reporting live with Jennifer Hodges, Matt Bigler, KCBS. Thank you, Matt and Jennifer. A big piece of an old military installation has toppled off a bluff at Fort Funston. KCBS's Chris Ancarlo reports the collapse has reshaped the beach. The Pacific Ocean has been anything but. So you saw the cliff give way? Yes, just gave completely away, just silently, just slid right down, right down the hill. Stephanie was hiking along the bluffs at Fort Funston as the coast was being reshaped in real time. That slide came after the one that brought down a big piece of a World War II era structure. We've been following this for a few months. It always looked like it was teetering on the edge of falling off, and it looked like it finally slid down. Stephanie was walking on the beach with Rob. It flipped. It, when it came down, it I mean, it probably flipped a few times, but now it's upside down from what it was before. And there were signs that someone had been living in the structure. We saw clothing, uh, a blue mattress, like a blow-up mattress. The Golden Gate Recreation Area is responsible for the land. It says the structure came down mid-morning yesterday, the victim of weather and gravity. And as you walk by, I mean, did you feel unsafe at all? Yeah. Yeah, I feel unsafe. I mean, I feel unsafe right now looking up. 
This is not so bad, but some of the others are like, you know, 90 degrees straight up. On Funston Beach, Chris Ancarlo, KCBS. 19 people are still evacuated in Pittsburgh after having to leave early yesterday morning because of flooding. Their homes are along Harbor Street between Yosemite Drive and Good Shepherd Church. 12 of those people had to be evacuated by boat. Officials say the current break in the weather should cause the creek to recede. And in Berkeley, roughly 20 people from 10 homes in the Berkeley Hills still evacuated after yesterday's mudslide. One home actually got mud inside its kitchen as the uh, hillside slid down, but no one was hurt. Several agencies worked to stabilize that hillside near Middlefield Road and Wildcat Canyon. Police say more evacuations are not expected, but they are advising residents to remain vigilant. The end of the rain may be in sight, but many fields are still flooded. Damage to the state agriculture industry is still being calculated, but as KCBS reporter Holly Kwan tells us, the silver lining is that a lot of crops are dormant right now. Holly? Margie, the good news is the artichokes are hardy, the citrus is still hanging on the tree, and much of our winter produce is coming from south of here. Rusty Tarpley runs What a Tomato at the San Francisco Produce Market. There's nobody getting ready to plant or anything right now, so everything should be just as normal. You know, normally before we had all these floods and, I mean, these uh, drought and stuff like that, we'd get rain like this usually, you know what I mean, every year. So it's just part of Mother Nature. It'll come in, it'll flood, it'll dry out, and people back in springtime will go back in and start planting. Right now, there's not a whole lot being harvested here in California, as most of your stuff, like your uh, lettuces and stuff like that's down in New Arizona. Um, so, you know, most of your workers have gone that way to pick your lettuces and stuff like that. So they also follow the, the seasons, you know what I mean? But if you're looking for your local coastal farmer at the farmer's market, that's a different story. Many are seeing thousands of dollars in storm damage. Small producers like the 20-acre Sims Organic Farm saw the Pescadero Creek flood. Acres of lettuce, spinach, arugula, kale, broccoli, and cauliflower, plus their grow houses, were damaged, forcing them to the farm to cancel this month's markets. Reporting live, Holly Kwan, KCBS. Thank you, Holly. Most schools in Santa Cruz County's Pajaro Valley Unified School District are open for classes this morning. Just three schools in the district are still closed. They are Hall District Elementary School, Ohlone Elementary School, and Pajaro Middle School. And that's because of a continued evacuation order and road conditions. City of Watsonville lifted evacuation warnings late yesterday morning, clearing the way for students to return. Hey, good morning. Meteorologist Jessica Birch here. Beautiful conditions to kick off this work week. Really sunny skies today. We're going to see some splash of showers tomorrow evening for our Wednesday forecast with daytime highs tomorrow sitting in the mid to low 50s. But after that system, we're experiencing sunny skies from here on out, at least starting Thursday morning all the way into the weekend and even as we kick off next week. Daytime highs will slowly start to rise as we get an abundance of sunshine. So we're expecting 60s as we head into the weekend. So we'll keep you updated on that. But like I said, the biggest system that's moving its way in will be a very quick splash of showers tomorrow evening. I'm meteorologist Jessica Birch with your KCBS KPAX for Slurt Forecast. And the release of water from Lake Mendocino this week is an example of a relatively new waste management system that officials say is a huge improvement over the way water was managed in the area. KCBS's Megan Goldsby is in Ukiah with the story. There used to just be certain levels, thresholds for when you would release water from a reservoir, whether there was any more rain on the horizon or not. That changed in 2019, says Lieutenant Colonel Kevin Arnett, commander for the San Francisco District of the Army Corps of Engineers. We've done an analysis on the watershed and and forecasting capability, um, and now... Instead of going down to that threshold that by law we're supposed to be at for flood control purposes to absorb the big storm, we're going, you know, short of that. We're keeping more water 
and then making our decisions based on the weather forecast. So that if storms do dry up, we'll have more water in the reservoir for a dry summer and fall. Partnerships and scientific research into new weather patterns in California have led to this, says Chris Chernell, a deputy director at the California Department of Water Resources. We can make flood releases like we're seeing today when it makes sense to do so. We can hold back water where it makes best sense to do so. And, and we can protect communities in both flood conditions and drought all at the same time. Climate change is demanding this of us. And he says California officials are heeding the call. At Lake Mendocino, Megan Goldsby, KCBS. We got a lot of water in California over these past few weeks, but the state is still not out of the drought. Voters backed in 2014 approved a plan to build more water storage. The question is, what's the best type of infrastructure for holding rainwater to serve the state all year long? KCBS's Alice Wirtz looked into it. Water, water everywhere and not enough storage to keep it. Felicia Marcus is a former State Water Resources Control Board member. She spoke with our state of California about water storage options in the state. People tend to talk about reservoirs as if they're the only way to store water, and they are a fraction of the size of the space we have left in our groundwater basins, uh, particularly due to overpumping. Storing water underground is virtually unlimited in California, according to Marcus. Groundwater is where the biggest bang for the buck is going to be. Reservoirs are the other storage option for water, but that can take a lot of infrastructure, time, money, and building. When you're talking groundwater storage, you're talking about something very different uh, that involves trying to figure out how to get water into the ground faster than it would just by the ordinary spillover of flood water. Alice Wirtz, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 